This is the Jason Jules Podcast. Remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the benefits of puppy rooms? Oh, yeah. How they make you more relaxed. Were they at your uni or... Were no, you no, not- there was a uni that actually introduced them. Yeah. It wasn't my uni, no. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, for students during exam periods mm. because everyone's so stressed. So yeah. they, you can just go in and play with puppies. De-stress. Absolutely. Now, uh, yesterday I went over to my brother's house and um, my brother's dog has had nine puppies. Cute. But they're about, oh, I think they'd be about seven weeks old now. So yeah. they're at that stage where they're like so their running. eyes are all open. Eyes are all, all open. They're and- running around. Uh, they have little needle teeth. Yep. And they want to bite your toes. They're like little piranhas. They don't need water to live. <laughs> what, That's what they are. What sort of dogs are they? Oh, they're wolfhounds um, cross blue cattle dog. Oh, cute. Yeah, so they're like pigging dog or rude, yeah, yeah. rude dogs. And, but there's nine of them. And they are so cute. I'm so tempted to box it. them up, bring them in, and put them in the second studio and have that as a puppy second room. Studio. Put them in this studio. No. They, yes. can, they can hang out with us while we're on air. That would be awesome. Well, here's the thing, right? They're puppies. They poo and they wee. And if we have them in here, I'm going to have to clean that up. Like, I'm the responsibility. Yeah, like, but I'm not. That's my responsibility. So I get to play with them. You get yeah, to do all exactly. the cleaning and everything like that. No, 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 exactly. So that's why I'm I, asking you if you want to, if you agree with this and you're happy to also help me clean up after them. No. Nah. <laughs> We're talking let's, nine let's puppies. Let's a decent-sized box that they can just stay in so we don't have to clean the carpet or anything like that. But Where we are we going to find them. a big box? I don't know. I feel like there's too many Cruella de Vils in this office <laughs> <laughs> to have puppies in here. I feel like fur coats would be made. <laughs> Let's not bring them in, hey? Jeez, okay, you just made that turn really nasty. I'll just come over to your brother's place so I can play with some puppies. <laughs> Jace, Jace and Jules. How are you still single? Please just answer that for me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because I've just come out of a relationship and I'm not wanting to enter into another one. Yeah, I know. But you can't even, like, have a lady friend. Mate. <laughs> it's, you know, when you spend a lot of time by yourself, you discover yourself. Yes, that's, I I'm agree. On a, I'm on a, I'm on a journey of self-discovery. And I discover myself a that. lot lately. <laughs> Okay, the reason why I'm saying this is because when uh, I picked you up on Saturday afternoon because we were going to the Relay for Life event at Mm. Barton Park, you were dressed up like... To the nines, they call it. You were... Dressed to the nines. Yes, yeah, I know. I thought I'd be a little bit more descriptive than that. In a suit jacket, skinny jeans, a a blazer, whatevs. Mm. Um, You were just a little bit overdressed for a Relay event. now... This is why that happened because you said, "Hey, we'll go to Relay for Life, and then we'll go to Matt Hale, the comedy, uh, the comedy hypnotist." I thought I was dressing for Matt Hale because I didn't think we'd have time to go home. <laughs> you were like, "Why are you dressed like that?" Yeah, I'll drop of course. Back up and get changed, and we'll go out. And yeah. I was like, "Oh God damn!" And it. I was in like sweatpants and joggers, yeah. like you know, because I wanted to be a part of the Relay. You were dressed like it was a modelling catwalk, but I do have to say, a lot of you did. Draw some attention. A lot of the females were like, ooh, Jay." Well, the thing was I was in my element at the red track because that red track just reminds me of a modelling runway. Oh, stop. You know, it's just 100 metres of just straight walking. (laughs) Either side, the crowd's just going wild. You know, and you wondered why I didn't want to walk with you. I'm walking with other models on the runway. (laughs) They were so, you know, apart from you, Actually, you know what? (laughs) 
Now I know why you are single. (laughs) (laughs) Mean. Star FM's Jason Jules. Jules, we went to the Matt Hale comedy hypnotist show on Saturday night. Yes. And you were so kind as to volunteer yourself Mm. to be hypnotised. Yes. And it was... glorious (laughs) for you everyone (laughs) now I've been hypnotized by Matt Howe before you have yeah which is why I had to get up yeah I've I've already done it I said I better not do it again you do it Jules and I've never been hypnotized before that was the first time it's interesting the feeling of it isn't it it is really like you almost question whether you uh, were hypnotized or you just did it because you don't know why yes that's exactly how you feel I actually thought that it couldn't happened to me because I was really nervous and my I could feel my heart beat. Like, it was just pumping. My heart was pumping out of my chest. <laughs> and my eyes, like, just felt like they weren't going to close. But as uh, he was going through the motions of getting us to be hypnotised, I could just feel myself, like, drifting away yeah. into this deep sleep. The and relaxation is amazing. Now, apparently... <laughs> I was so tired that I was completely slumped yeah, over into my knees. Yeah. Everyone else is sitting up with their eyes closed. You're yeah. like having a nap. No, I was just, <laughs> that's just how sleep deprived I actually am. But it is one of those things, and I will let you all know how it does feel to be hypnotized. It's like um, you are aware of what is happening. Yeah. But it's like someone's telling you to do something, but you feel you are in such a dreamlike state that you think you are in a dream that you just do it. You're you like, just go ahead. You feel okay with it. And you do it. Like it's just permission. Yeah. That's what it is. It's as if someone just said, You can do this. Yeah. There's no consequences. Yeah. It'll be fine. And every time he went sleep and the click of the fingers, I was like, Yeah, this is my opportunity to just get in some little Z's. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that's pretty much this how it went usually down. Happen on a Saturday but, night, I've yeah, a bit of a kip. <laughs> absolutely. But um, it was pretty, pretty. It was interesting, and I do recommend that if you ever get the chance to be hypnotised, absolutely do it. Yeah. It's fun. And how well did you sleep afterwards? I had the best night's sleep. Not only on, not only like on Saturday night, yep. but last, last night, night as well, as well yep. too. Now, really cool. the funniest bit of this night, I think, was he said that you, he was asking everyone's names yeah. and he said everyone will respond with their own name yeah. except for you. Yeah. Now you will respond as if you are a Wookiee. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know what a Wookiee is, it is the big hairy man of um, Star Wars. Now listeners would know that I actually don't, I've never watched you know Star what? Wars. And when he said this to you, I said, she doesn't watch Star Wars. I don't think she's going to know. <laughs> and so when she's responding, there's a lot of laughter in this in this bit of audio, so um, you might not hear it clearly, but this is Jules thinking that she is a Wookiee. <laughs> I thought I was too. Now, there's a girl there, she's translating for you because he convinced her that she knows how to translate Wookiee. Yeah. And that was your Wookiee sound effect. Okay. Surely you know what a Wookiee sounds like. I do know what a Wookiee sounds like. Even though I don't watch Star Wars, I am aware of how Wookiee sounds. The thing is, listening back to that audio, 
it, that's in, that's not how it, it was in my own mind. Like, actually, You're like, I'm nailing it. I was like, I'm talking to all the Wookiees out there. Like, I had that sound down, uh, like, down pat. This is what a real Wookiee sounds like, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I thought I sounded. <laughs> not your, not your... Uh, <laughs> okay, I understand now that's how it actually came across. But, it, like, when I was on stage and I was doing the Wookiee sound, I was legitimately a Wookiee. <laughs> that's how okay. hypnotised I was. If uh, you didn't see it on uh, our Star Dubbo Insta, go check it out. There's a, a couple of pictures of Jules <laughs> and Joel both up on stage, completely passed out. <laughs> like, when he told you that your pillow was the most comfy pillow ever, but it was yeah. Joel. Yes. <laughs> you just all slumped over Joel. Like we do recommend if you ever have the chance to see Matt Hale live, definitely go check it out. It's so hilarious. Oh, it's get so hypnotised. Star FM's Jace and Chills. Joining us on the line right now, though, is the one, the only, Mr. Dr. Carl. How are you? Oh, Dr. Jace, Dr. Jules, lovely to work with you. How are you this morning? Ever so peachy keen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, Carl, I've been reading your new book. Uh, it is in bookstores right now, I believe. I, I've got to say my favourite chapter so far was the um, Perpetual Present. Can you give everyone a bit of an idea about that one? There are some people, and we've discovered three of them in the world, who cannot lay down memories involving yeah. themselves. So if you say, well, this is the history of the Vietnam War, the Second World War, they can remember that. But yeah. if, if they sort of go out to a movie where they have to remember what went on, they can't remember. So every time they see a movie or um, read a book, it's like a brand new experience. They can't lay down memories involving themselves. Wow. It and there's amazing. only three people in this world that Three, have this. and we've found 50 people who can remember everything. So if you say, what happened on, you know, Tuesday, the 2nd of March, 19, whatever it is. Yeah, they'll yeah. say, oh, well, uh, let's see. Oh, it was raining, so I had to put on some extra gear. And um, then on the way the bus had to stop because a tree had fallen across the yeah. road and you look up the weather records for that day and it really happened. And it's accurate, isn't it? I've yeah. seen docos on this. How does that work? Dr. We don't Carl? know. Normally it happens because of a particular day they had a bit of a bump to their head. Something went a little bit weird and from then on they can remember everything really well. The difference between them and us is that whereas you and I have good memory for about a month, mm. they then refresh their memory. So at bedtime, Instead of, for example, loving another person very much in a special way, <laughs> they might try to remember what happened on every Tuesday afternoon in their life. That's what I do anyway, but I still can't do that. Ah, well, you have to actually work at it. Uh, think, okay. think of my role model here, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He didn't get his big muscles by lying on the couch <laughs> and drinking beer, but actually by going to the gym and working hard. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Carl, is there a reason that when you are lying in bed, your mind starts to race rather than drifting Wind off? down. Like... Yeah, well, you've got a few different clocks running in your body. You've got circadian rhythms running. And so part of the circadian rhythm is that your body temperature begins to drop. And as your body temperature begins to drop, you find it easier to go to sleep. Right. But if you've had a big meal, your stomach's in overdrive trying to process that food. And so your temperature's not dropping and it's going up. Yeah. The other thing is that there's not a lot of stimulus, not a lot of outside world activity happening late at night mm. and so as a result you might find your body just racing away on nothing the other thing is that you have a certain amount of sleep that you need and sometimes you can do the thing that 
little children do of get overtired where you're really tired and then suddenly you wake up again because you're anxious about not getting enough sleep and yes. then off you go again. Right. We are Bye-bye. talking to Dr. Carl. He has a brand new book out. It's called The Doctor. You can get it in all good bookstores right now. Carl, I have two things that I need you to answer for me. We'll do it straight after this song. It's Jason Jules. Jace. Jace and Jules. Currently joined on the line by Dr. Carl. Now, Carl, I've got two more questions for you. Jules goes home and has a nap after work every day. So? <laughs> and then she goes to sleep later at night and thinks that you can break sleep. It doesn't work like that, does it? It can, Oh, depending. Um, in the old days, before we had lots of electricity to give us lighting at night or before we had cheap and readily available fossil fuels so you could burn lots of oil lights at night. In the old days, people would go to sleep at sunset. They would then wake up in the middle of the night, maybe have a pipe and maybe um, a smoke and then uh, maybe a meal and then love somebody very much and then go to sleep. It was considered normal to have a broken sleep. It's only with the advent of electricity and lighting that we've now begun to think that we have to sleep this eight hours in one stretch. Mm. And by the way, on average, eight hours is what the average person needs to be well rested. So you should, every morning of your life, wake up well rested without being booted out of bed by the alarm clock. If If the alarm clock is what you need to boot you out of bed, then you're living your life wrongly and you need to change it. What about breakfast radio? We can't get up at four o'clock without an alarm clock. Well, what you do is you go to bed at something reasonable, like seven yep. o'clock at night. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did morning television for a while. You just go to bed really early, or yeah. you do the trick of having a nap for a few hours in the middle of the day uh-huh. and break your sleep. It's okay to break your sleep. Thank okay. you, Dr. Carl, because I'll tell you the reason why I do do it is, is, is it's that just in case I don't get a full night or a heavy sleep that night, at least I've had a good, like, two hours nap. I've got one other question for you, Dr. Cal. Lay it on me. The other day, I was going to the bathroom, and I was peeing, and then at the end, I got this shiver. Now, it happens quite often, but I'm wondering, is it something that only males get, or is it is, um, and what is it? Um, I've gone looking on this for many years, and always I've been given the runaround. I ask the urologist, and they say, oh, no, no, ask the neurologist. Okay. And then the neurologist say, no, 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 it's to do with urine, ask the urologist. (laughs) And finally I found somebody who was skilled in both. Both? Okay, yes. (laughs) Finally. Yeah. And they reckon it's due to what they call a parasympathetic storm. Now, you've got two systems that run your body automatically. Like you don't say, oh, I've got to have a heartbeat now, I've got to breathe now, that happens automatically. Automatically. And there's also your gut runs automatically. And also, to deal with either threats or good times, there are systems called the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is to do with threats. Um, in, In medical school, we were taught that it was to do with the four Fs, which are fight, flight, fright, and making love. And so if you come around a corner and there's a killer rabbit coming at you, automatically, without you even thinking about it, your pupils open up to let a huge amount of light in. You don't even have to think about it. And automatically, without having to think about it, also at the same time, your blood vessels in your skin close down so that if you get cut in the big fight, you don't end up bleeding everywhere. The blood supply to your muscles is increased 
and the uh, adrenaline is pumped into your system. That's, para, that's sympathetic. That's to do with the threat. Yeah. Parasympathetic is what you're getting with the shiver. So urinating is entirely parasympathetic, relaxing after a meal, blood supply increases to your gut. And part of that, and if you follow through the pathway, there is a shiver sometimes. Like you might have a big yawn and at the end of it you just do a sort of a slow motion, shiver, shiver. Yeah. And so the we is the high-speed version of it. It's not fully understood, but I, I managed to find this out just in the last few weeks by an amazing coincidence. There you go. Wow. I'm, you know what? This is going to help me sleep at night because yeah. I'm that person that lays in, uh, lays in bed at night and thinks about these kinds of things and how they work. <laughs> you put me to rest, We have Dr. the answer Thank you. of the pea shiver. Thank you so much, Dr. Jules and <laughs> Dr. J. <laughs> Thanks so much, it. Dr. Carl. See you later, Appreciate guys. Appreciate it. Bye. 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 Star FM's Jason Jules. Now, Jace, you and I, we're pretty close. You know, we work together. We spend a good solid five hours in the morning uh, in a studio together. Uh, Some would say we're best friends. We're the two best friends that anyone yeah, can ever have. Yeah, you're my best friend that I hate. Yeah, I love cool. to hate. I hate to love. Uh, now, because we do spend so much time together, uh, we, we, for those that don't know, we chill out on the weekends together as well. We go out and party. We've got no other friends. We <laughs> eat together. Um, and this is the one thing that I do want to talk about this morning is that we eat together a lot. Now, something that I've noticed in the past two months of eating with you uh, is that you do something <laughs> that really annoys Wait, me. Wait, <laughs> What are you bringing up? What do I do? Well, yesterday... Right. Wait, I just want to know, so it's not bad, is it? No, no, no. It's, well, it, no, it's just annoying, and okay. I don't understand why you do it. So, you know, we went, we, like, we go, we went to Macca's yesterday, and you eat your fries before your burger and your wrap, and I've noticed that you do this every single time. You, you get a meal, <laughs> and you eat your fries, and then you eat your burger, whereas I'm the opposite. I eat my burger and then nah. my fries. Well, that's wrong. You no. got it wrong. You should follow my it's seat. Right. No, 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 no. See, it's like if you eat the chips, like it's like eating, you're eating the best thing last and no. I think you should eat the best thing first. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I'm bringing You're so up. wrong. Because chips should be eaten last, no, not first. Shouldn't. You should always eat your chips first. It's what you do. Like anyone would eat their chips first. Like... Oh, it does not make sense this really for you. Me. This really this bothers does me not that make you sense. eat your burger. I've never actually noticed which order you eat. I don't follow you that closely, but <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it wrong. It annoyed me yesterday especially. I reckon I just if we call Maccas, if we call Gary from Maccas, he'll be like, eat your chips first. You know what? I reckon we do a masturbate over this instead. <laughs> do a debate. Jason Jules. Mass. Debate. All right. What? 30 seconds each. Prove your point as to why you should eat your fries Last, I mean first, and I'll do mine of why you should eat it last. Who's going first? You're going first because you, 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 I'm putting you first because <laughs> I've <laughs> called this to debate an and I make the rules. <laughs> I make the rules. All right. So, okay, so why I should why I eat my chips first yeah. and why you should as well? No, why I should eat my chips last. Don't try and twist my words. No, I'm trying to prove to you why you should eat your chips first. Yeah, by I know. Of, by the end of my argument, you're not going to have an argument. Oh. You're going to want to eat your chips first. 30 just seconds, like me. get it up on the clock. Okay. 30 seconds. All right. Start. Go. Now. You can't hear that. 
there. Yeah, mate. Box three. Go on. Well, you should eat your chips first. Do you know why? Why? Because you always eat the tastiest thing last. And always at any fast food restaurant, particularly Macca's, the burgers taste better. So you want the last thing taste in your mouth after you finish eating that. You don't want chips in your mouth, so they're salty, then you have to have a drink. If you just leave the burger in your mouth, the last thing you taste, you will go throughout the day of having that taste in your mouth. It'll be brilliant. You'll love it. Boom. I swear to God, that was like the quickest 30 seconds ever. It's just my talk. My talking's really quick. Okay. All right. Have you got your argument? Yep, I'm ready, ready to go. Okay. Okay, I believe that you should eat your chips last because you should eat the best thing first. And the reason why you should do that is because just in case you overestimate how hungry you actually are, you've got the best part of the meal already in your stomach. So then by the time it comes to eating the chips, you don't have to eat the, all the chips. Like, you just eat enough to make you satisfied. Otherwise, you then, if you eat all your chips first and you get full, you only eat half your burger and you miss out on it. That's why you should eat your chips last. I believe I, I won that. I still disagree. I won. You're 30 years old. You should not be able to underestimate how hungry you are. <laughs> I'll be still doing that when I'm 50. 13, 12, 16 this morning. Our lovely listeners out there, tell tell us. Who won that? Jules won. What should you eat first, your burger or your chips? 13, 12, 16 is number. Give us a call right now. Star FM's Jace and Jules. Jace and Jules. Mass debate. All right, we are in a mass debate this morning over whether or not you should eat chips first, a bit before, or after the burger? Before. I say after. <laughs> right. Well, we have text on 13, 12, 16. How are you, mate? Good. All right, what do you reckon? Chips first or last? Last, because the chips are usually bloody cold when I get them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, another thing as well. You don't want your burger or your wrap to get cold. It's better off eating... Exactly. Chips cold no. than burger and wrap? Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. I think a burger would stay hotter for longer than chips. No. All right, who do you reckon won the argument? Tex, me or Jace? You did yours. Yes! Oh. Love your work, mate. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Thanks, Tex. we got Fred on 13, 12, 16 as well. Fred, who do you think won this argument? What should you eat first, burger or chips? Well, I just put my chips on my burger and eat it all together. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> You know what? I'm actually a real big fan of that. <laughs> yes. Then, then nothing goes cold. It all tastes yeah. good. Eat it all together, then there's no argument. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, one. Okay, there it is. So who won? Done and dusted. Who won, but Fred? Who do you think won the debate? No, you got to. You got to eat your chips first. Yeah. Definitely. No. Absolutely. No. Okay. Not. All right. right. Hey, you know what, Fred? What? Do you want to come and have dinner with Jules and I? Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll come to the Macquarie Inn with us. The Mac Inn. You've got dinner on us. Oh, it's going to be sweet mac in dinner. By the way, I won that. No, no one won Yes, that. no, chips on chips on burgers. Chips no, on the no burger. No one won that argument. No, okay, yeah, no, that's why I said chips on the burger. Not yeah, before okay. or after. We'll do that. Jace. Jace and Jules. Yesterday, a very important day, raising money for the McGrath Foundation out at the Dubbo Clay Target Shooting mm. Club. Now... What an awesome day so it was. Fun. I've never, I've actually never clay target shoot. Shot. Shot before. Shot. <laughs> and shots as they shoot it. Um, <laughs> but I tell you what, once you get into it and once it's, you yeah. hit your first clay target, and it's so good. Such to, a if, good you, if anyone ever goes out, don't be worried that you're not going to hit a target. You will hit one. Like, it's not, <laughs> not completely Well, hard. it took you a while oh, to hit one, okay. Jace. Jules, who won the comp? I did. 
I won the competition. Let's back up a second. I... Let's back up a second. So we started shooting mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. and I hit the first target and then I was bragging and, you know, running my mouth yeah. like an idiot. And then, <laughs> No, just you. You, you being Jace. And then <laughs> you hit like four or five. <laughs> I know. And I'm just still missing them. Sorry. It was seven. Okay. Okay. I hit seven. seven. Now, listeners... I want you just to imagine us all lined up. There's about still about six of us all lined up in a line, and we're, that's the way that we were shooting, and we we're rotating as well too. Mm. Now, Jason and I had this little comp between ourselves of you know who could hit the most clays, and I was winning. I was I had got to six, and Jace was still at three. I think he got to eventually four, but then no, they no, were no, like, no, okay, no, 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 no. you are changing it, the story. It you is always all do this. over, right? You they tell went, the story done. completely and different to how it happened, Jace. Because Jace wasn't winning, we then had to go into a shoot-off. Okay, Jace no. was like, oh, we had to do a shoot-off. I'm like, no, I won. That's it. Can you just he give me two seconds to tell you what actually happened? Oh, you, you were winning. Know. It was, it was, um, it ended up being you were seven ahead of, you were seven and I was three. I hit uh, three in a row near the end and got to six, seven. And then we were like, well, maybe we should have a one-shot takes all. Okay, even in that story, I was still winning. Wait till I get to this point. We did that. We did that one shot takes all. I, I beat you in that. I shot one. So I was technically up to seven at that point. Now, then you went, no, we, I was winning. Let's do a proper shoot off then. Let's do another one. That is not and the way we, we were hitting went down. target after target. Both of us were hitting it. And then eventually I won. And we made the agreement before the final shootout. When we were even, we went into the final shootout. We made the agreement. Whoever lost had to wear a pink tutu down Macquarie Street, the main street, do a walk up and back down the main street today at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Kick, no, it's, and no, it's you lost. You're a sore loser. That's the reason why we had to go into this no, shoot-off. No, it isn't. Anyway, I don't even have a pink tutu, so... You're not going to do it? Huh? I, don't, I didn't lose. I did not lose yesterday. It's funny you should mention you don't have a pink tutu. Because yesterday, I thought... <laughs> Why don't we do a bit of shopping? (laughs) And I bought you this beautiful pink little tutu to wear down the main street. Oh, that's really short. And then... (laughs) That's really little. And then I thought, it's coming up to Christmas, so I also (laughs) bought you a pink Santa hat with a little bit of sparkles on the front. You have to wear this. And then I wasn't finished there. I thought, you know what else? Oh, my God. If it's Santa, she needs a sack. So I bought you this bedazzled... Oh, look, Chase, that's so perfect for you to put all the money in. You lost the competition, Jules. You will be wearing that today down Macquarie Street at 12 o'clock doing the walk of shame. I didn't even lose. You did lose. But that's what will happen. If you are out and about today, make sure you drop by Macquarie Street around 12 o'clock. Jules will be there looking very pink and happy like a fairy. Yeah, thank you. A beautiful fairy down Macquarie Street. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Star FM's Jason Jules. Tops of 31 degrees today, which is perfect for you, Jules, walking Macquarie Street with a pink tutu Look, on. I'm totally okay to do this. It's just that I don't believe that I should because I believe that I won at Clay Target shooting yesterday. You did not win. There was no chance I, that you won that. I was just hitting target after target no, in the final round. No, because you're a sore loser. I'm not a sore loser. No, we had to do a shootout because you weren't winning. <laughs> well, Luke. From the Dubbo Clay Target Club has called through. Uh, what can we do for you, man? I'm ringing up to defend Jules for the shooting yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, oh. Luke. Thank you. Hello, Jules. No, I look. 
Luke, the thing is, right, and I'm sure you can agree that I was winning our little competition. Because Jace was losing, that's why we had to go off into the shoot-off. No, 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 no. We both agreed on the shoot-off, Because you are a sore loser. Yes, I I, I totally agree, but I've reviewed the tape this morning. How good was my shooting, Luke? uh, Page. And (laughs) Jace, I hate to say, mate, you've got to be disqualified. Why? You weren't wearing pink. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, because uh, yesterday at uh, the Dubbo Clay Target shooting, uh, it was a fundraiser, and it was a fundraiser for the McGrath Foundation in which you had to wear pink. They were stipulated in the rules, which you did not read. Okay, Jules, you woke me up at 8.30 in the morning. It started at 9 o'clock, and you said, mate, we've got to go to this shooting thing. You were well aware that we were going. You gave me, you we gave me going. five minutes to get ready. I did not. You did too. I didn't. Anyway, Luke... Jules has still lost the competition. No, I believe... I was no, a shooter. I believe Jace, Luke... There, there's no defence there because you knew on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> now, Luke, uh, so does this mean that Jace has to officially wear a pink tutu and go down the main street of Dubbo? I think that's only fair, Jules. Yep. Oh. Because he didn't wear pink yesterday, I think it's only fair yes. that he should do it today. <laughs> I don't like this oh, at all. I've never been so happy in all my life. I don't like this at all, but... You know what? Are you going to agree? Are rules. Yes. Luke, because you are the officiator of this, yeah. I will do it today. <laughs> Good work, Jake. <laughs> oh, look, no, well done. And Luke, well done uh, to you guys out there putting on a great day yesterday. Jason and I really enjoyed ourselves. No, thanks for coming out. And we we raised over $600 for the McGrath. Oh, that's great. Unreal. Awesome, great. awesome. Thanks so much, Luke. Uh, you'll see me down Macquarie Street today <laughs> around 12 o'clock. Cool. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Bye. Get up with Jason Jules. Weekdays from 6 on 93.5 Star FM.